Hey, hey, welcome to the Get the Acceptance Letter podcast. My name is Treasure Shields Redmond, and I help busy parents of college-bound teens secure top-tier education without massive debt. You've come to the right place if you are a parent who has a vision for their child's life that includes health, wealth, safety, and having them land at a college that honors their gifts and goals, all while keeping it debt-free. Sit back, enjoy, as I share some valuable tools and strategies with you that will help you get your kiddo into college and without crushing student loan debt. Lord, I'm on the couch. Let me tell you, I am too relaxed. (laughs) I'm very relaxed this evening. I am very relaxed. I had a relaxing weekend. I actually got things done that I meant to get done. Let me go over here in the community. Make sure that I have pressed play on the situation. And now I can turn this down. Now, so that I can be heard in all places that I need to be heard. How's everybody doing? I hope you guys are doing well. I'm, uh, in a second, I'm going to take off these raggedy glasses. I'm so insane. You know someone is insane when their glasses are raggedy. <laughs> they could do better. They could really do better. So I'm going to take those off so y'all won't judge me. <laughs> How's everybody doing on a Sunday evening? I know for many of you, you'll be headed Headed to the workhouse on tomorrow. As you can see in the background, I'm I'm on my couch uh, in my living room slash kitchen. It's all combined in the uh, townhouse that I have uh, appointed for me and my children. Um, for those of you who don't know me, not in the community. Hi, everyone in the community. It's so good to see you all uh, over here on YouTube. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Treasure Shields Redmond, and I am the debt-free degree expert. I help parents of college-bound teens secure top-tier education out massive debt. And I do that at gettheacceptanceletter.online. Um, tonight, I'm going live uh, in my parent community uh, to talk about some items. And then I give people on Facebook kind of a sneak peek into uh, the sorts of items that I talk about on uh, Sunday nights in Scholarship Talk Live. Um, and I decided that I really want to talk with people about the ACT and the SAT uh, and the choice you can make uh, during the summer. You know, during the summer uh, is a time where you can get some really integral uh, tasks completed on the road to a debt-free degree. And one of those is kind of settling up the ACT and SAT 
quandary. Um, so let's start. What is the ACT? What is the SAT? Most colleges require that your kid takes a college entrance essay, a college entrance exam. I said college entrance essay. Some, some colleges do require a college entrance essay. But right now we're talking about the ACT and the SAT. And those are college entrance exams. Now, when I said most, it's because there are a growing number of colleges that are test optional. And that means that they don't require an ACT score or an SAT score. Um, those colleges will take a portfolio of your best work in lieu of test scores. So if your kiddo has been writing essays and doing great uh, science projects and uh, putting together wonderful presentations, book reports, um, taking other exams such as their AP exams, uh, going and doing performances with their show choir band, all those sorts of items. Those colleges that are test optional will take an array, a portfolio of best work, examples of best work. But that's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about is the ACT and the A and the SAT, which are two college entrance exams that most colleges take. Now, the first thing that people usually ask is, which one is best? Am I supposed to take both? And here's the truth. Every colleges, every college will take either one, either the ACT or the SAT. Traditionally, in the sub area of the U.S., the ACT was pretty prevalent. And in the eastern area of the U.S., the SAT was pretty prevalent. Uh, there's been some different mood distribution in that. Uh, here recently in the Midwestern area where I'm located, an area that used to be, you know, very allegiant to the ACT has now switched to uh, most kids taking the SAT here in these Southern Illinois schools. But the answer is, it doesn't matter. School take either one, as long as you have one. Now, let's talk about for this summer, when those tests are coming up. So the I'm going to have to put these raggedy glasses back on. I promise y'all I'm, I'm going to get this thing reconciled. Don't judge me too hard. Don't, don't judge me too harshly. I'm like a nutty professor with these one-sided glasses. But I had already searched this and now I'm going to search it again because I got rid of the tab. I want to tell you the exact test dates. So I just Googled ACT. One of the first results that came up was ACT test dates. And I also see that the ACT is offering a scholarship. So you should go to ACT.org and check that out. Uh, so the next test is going to be given 
on July 13th for the ACT. You can go to ACT.org to find out how to register. The registration deadline is June 14th, ACT. So that means you have a little under a week in order to register the July 13th ACT test. They also have a note on here that says photo upload deadline. Um, you know, in lieu of this college scandal, you know, the rich people, as my friend from East St. Louis, Illinois, used to say, they done got the game and gone. The rich people, <laughs> they done got the game and gone. See, these people were paying other people to test for them. They were using the uh, accommodations uh, that you can get for people who have IEPs, 504s, various other proven uh, accommodation needs. They were using that as a way to have a, a another person in the test with the person so that they could go back and correct answers that, that, that wealthy students had gotten incorrect. Um, not to mention, you, you got some news. They were paying people to get into these select competitive schools. So now the ACT said you're going to upload a photo. And when you show up to take that test, you better match that photo, which makes me want to tell you to tell your team, don't make any changes in between the time that they upload the photo and take the test. Because uh, as you can see, I have my beautiful red hair and our teens do blue hair and purple hair and braids and they shave one side of their head and and all sorts of things. Or they bleach their hair. And, um, you know, sometimes the photo doesn't look the same, but tell them they're just going to have to grow bored with their look for about how many days? July 5th is the deadline for the photo up, upload and the test date is July 13th. So for um, eight days, for eight days, they cannot change <laughs> anything about their appearance until they take that test. Now, let's find out when the SAT, the next test date for the SAT is. So I'm Googling the words SAT tests, SAT tests. All right. So it says uh, College Board SAT test dates. So you can go to collegeboard.org to find out the next test date. The next SAT test date is August 24th. The deadline to register is July 26th. So theirs is a little further off. All right, so we know what the SAT and the ACT are. Uh, we know when the next test is. Why am I talking about those dates? I'm going to take these glasses off because I'm too ashamed of them. Just too ashamed. Well, we're talking about the date because... Really, the optimal goal is have the test, have the best score that your team can get before their senior year starts. If you're in that position, you're in the optimal position. Now, it doesn't mean that all is lost if, for instance, your child is a senior and they're taking uh, the next uh, ACT uh, test or they took the most recent one in May. All is lost. You are behind. 
You are going to have to move strategically, but all is not lost. But the optimal, the best position to be in is to have the score that you feel most confident about before your senior year in high school starts. How did I achieve that? Well, my son took the ACT with an eye toward it being used for college January of his junior year. My son is now, has now completed his freshman year in college. But January of his junior year in high school, he took the ACT seriously I tore using the score for college. Uh, it was not the optimal score. So then we decided to reschedule for a, re to schedule a retake. It, I believe it was April. So somewhere toward the middle or end of January, he took it. And then let's see, February, March, April. So he had about uh, eight or 10 weeks of substantive test prep in between the next time that he took it. And his score went up four points. Now, because of college matchmaking, and the colleges that he was applying to, those four points put him in the area of getting scholarships to the types of schools he was applying to. Here's what I would like for you to do. I would like for you to not just take the ACT or the SAT over and over again. I can't tell you how many parents I meet. Uh, that is the tactic. Oh, you didn't do well on it. Schedule the next one with no sort of plan or strategy in between. Now, now everything is free. <laughs> if you go, if you go to collegeboard.org and look on their site, you'll, you'll see where there's free, uh, good test prep. If you go to act.org and look on their site, you'll see, uh, options for, uh, really free, um, good test prep. Just a year ago when my son was, uh, well, it's now, now over a year, a year and a half ago, when my son was in the um, end stages of, of completing the testing, uh, I paid $39 for ACT's online test prep. It was really good. There were great video lessons and, um, and uh, sample tests. And my tactic was to have him take at least one test a week. And then we would talk about how he had done, what his strengths were, what his challenges were. And the next time he took the ACT, his score went up four points. So you should choose test prep that you think is going to work for your kiddo. Uh, I thought online, judging from uh, my child's learning style, and his personality online work for him. You may think, no, my child needs to go to Sylvan or my child needs to go to Mathnasium or uh, Kuhlman uh, or have a private tutor or go over a series of Saturdays to the high school's uh, test prep or a local community college or college or even a private tutoring service in your area. Whatever you have heard good things about when you talk to them, they should be able to show you some results, documented results. And uh, you should choose something though. There should be some substantive test prep. 
So we now know what the ACT and the SAT are. We now know when those next tests will be given. Uh, we now know that you should try to get the best score that you can get before your senior year starts and that you shouldn't just take it over and over again without engaging in some kind of substantive test prep in between the time that you take the test. Now, the, the next thing that people ask me all the time is, which test should my college-bound team take? And what's the difference between them? And here's uh, one simple way to think about this. I advised my son to take the ACT, even though they gave the SAT at his school for free. Let me say that one more time. I advised my son to take the ACT, even though they gave the SAT at his school for free. And here's why. Uh, my son was not strong in math at the time. The ACT is a four-part test. Uh, it's like English, reading, science, and math. So we knew that only a fourth of his performance would be determined by math. English reading and science really are all reading tests <laughs> in a lot of ways. So that is part of the reason why he did well on the ACT. The SAT is a two-part test. It's like half math, half English and reading. So if your child is strong in math, then they should take the SAT because 50% of their performance hinges on math. So those are the differences between the tests. Uh, we could get into some finer points about the test questions. Uh, actually, it's been about 10 years ago now. I went to Princeton, New Jersey to the college board office. And I was a, uh, a, a scholar of color in a diversity initiative they had where they wanted more people of color to help write SAT test questions. And I wrote SAT test questions. Um, so I'm very familiar with uh, that test. Um, so just to recap, SAT and ACT are college entrance tests that every college, most colleges require. Um, the difference between them, one is four part, one is two part. Uh, one, I would recommend the SAT if your child is strong in math. Uh, I would recommend the ACT if they're not strong in math. Um, don't just keep taking it over and over again without engaging in some sort of substantive test prep. Uh, and it is optimal it is best to have the best score that you can make uh, and be done with testing before your senior year starts. And here's why. Uh, you know, even for the people who quote unquote test, as they say, uh, it's just nerve wracking. They're, they, they cause, they provoke a lot of anxiety. Uh, and I really like for that to be out of the way so that people can devote their senior year to college visits, filling out applications, getting recommendation letters, getting a copy of their transcripts, writing a college resume, 
and applying for scholarships. That is what I would prefer uh, your time to be spent on, as well as your academics, making sure that you finish strong in your senior year with your grades. When kids are still taking the SAT and the ACT during their senior year, uh, it just adds a lot of undue worry and stress. Uh, the kids stress each other out thinking about it. You know, there's always somebody at the school who makes a perfect score and then everybody else feels like crap because <laughs> they're not that one rare student who, who made a 36 on the ACT, perfect 1600 on the SAT. So um, really, really, if you can, if you can structure it, try to get your kiddo to get the their optimal score before their senior year begins. Uh, I'm going to make this one tonight short, sweet, and to the point. Uh, I really love coming to you and sharing this information. Um, so often, uh, my style of delivering my information kind of clear, measured, open to interruption, open to questions, open to corrections, uh, knowledgeable, is really all parents needed in order to demystify this college access process and take the overwhelm out of it so that they can get their kid into college and do it debt-free. I hope your summer is starting off swimmingly and I will see you next time. Those of you on Facebook, I'm gonna put some information in the description box. Uh, about a fa uh, those of you on YouTube, I'm going to put a, some information in the description box. There's a Facebook group that I started that's for busy parents of college bound teens. I think you'll find it valuable. You guys have a great Sunday night and a fantastic start to your week. <laughs>